This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 543. Killing My Baby, Why I Shut Down My Longest Running Business, part two, by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. And I'm Dan, I am with you every single day reading to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And if you were with me yesterday, you heard uh, part one of this post in which Nick Loper talks about shutting down his very first side hustle and uh, the reasons why he did it. So if you missed part one, I would recommend listening to that first. That's episode 542. But uh, if you're all caught up, let's get right to part two as we optimize your life. Killing My Baby, Why I Shut Down My Longest Running Business, part two by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. One final attempt. I wanted to make one last ditch effort to salvage the site. My idea was essentially to 80-20 the out of it. Of the 500,000 products, only a handful of brands ever made any sales. Of the 40 plus stores, the top 15 accounted for more than 98% of revenue. In other words, we were churning through a ton of data on a daily basis, eating up a ton of processing power and bandwidth on products that were not adding to the bottom line. By reworking our entire data processing system, which was a mishmash of systems built over the course of nearly 10 years, maybe a leaner, meaner shoe sniper could emerge. Maybe I could piece together a few profitable months and set the site up for a sale. It didn't happen. After seven months of trying, my tech team failed to deliver a working version of the site to even test that idea. We had agreed on a small contract at the onset, but I'd said all along I wasn't comfortable spending more money on development for what I saw as a sinking ship. When they came asking for additional investment to fund their ongoing efforts, I couldn't stomach dumping any more money into the project. Actually, they surprised me with an invoice for their fruitless efforts to that point and an expensive add-on to continue working. Um, no, that's not what we agreed on. I told them the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results, and handed over the keys to the site in exchange for them waiving the amount due. What they plan on doing with it, I have no idea. I suspect they want to maintain it as a portfolio piece to attract new clients because it really is a complex site and more consumer-facing than most of their other work. Maybe someone else would have made a savvier exit, but I was sitting on a non-functional, unprofitable, money-sucking asset I was happy to be rid of. In fact, it was like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. The site was responsible for a disproportionate amount of stress in my life over the last year, and with all the problems, it just plain wasn't fun to work on anymore. Sure, I was sad to see it end this way after so many years, but I learned so many priceless lessons in running the business, it was a fair exit in my mind. Why not invest in SEO or other traffic sources? SEO for comparison shopping sites is difficult, especially given Google Shopping's entry into the game. There's not much unique content on any of the pages, and it can be tough to build links for product pages that are constantly going in and out of stock. Still, not making an investment in SEO when times were good is a big regret. Maybe if I'd diverted some of the profits from the paid traffic into building an organic presence, I would have been able to keep the business alive. Why not pivot? I contemplated a couple pivots for the shoe sniper, including licensing the technology or shifting to a more business-to-business model where I could provide competitive pricing intelligence for the footwear retailers. On the technology licensing, the idea was to sell a comparison shopping site software as a service to other aspiring affiliates. They wouldn't have to reinvent the wheel, but could instead tap into our data processing and data normalization tools for a monthly fee to build their own comparison shopping site in whatever vertical they chose. 
The only problem was our technology didn't work. It was unstable and constantly had errors with wide swaths of the database getting deleted without warning. It definitely wasn't ready to be repackaged and sold to a peer consumer and would have required a big additional investment to get it there. On the competitive pricing intelligence, I made a couple calls to find out how stores were currently solving this need. It turns out they weren't. Their internal teams set the prices or they were algorithmically based on sales rates and inventory levels. So rather than invest more money into building a product there didn't seem to be much demand for, I tabled that idea as well. Why not sell? Websites are typically sold on a multiple of current monthly profit, anywhere from 12 to 36 months, depending on the business's history and other factors. With Empire Flippers, sellers can earn 20x monthly earnings in a sale. I would have loved to sell, but the problem is 20x zero is still zero, and that's what the project had been earning for much of the year. I'd hoped to build it back up. If I could have got it to even just $1,000 a month, that could have been a nice exit. But after months and months of trying to fix the technical problems, we weren't getting any closer to a working solution, and my heart just wasn't in it. I often get the question, when do you know it's time to give up and try something else? And it's difficult to answer, but in this case, I just felt it. During previous challenging times, I had to make it work. It was my only income source. I was tied to it just like I could have been tied to a job. This time, I was sufficiently diversified that it was okay to let it go. It still stings and was an emotional loss to walk away from my longest-running business, but I've got enough other projects going on to pay the bills and keep me busy. And the good news is, they're more fun to work on too. What's next? I'm still working on the eight income streams. And by the way, you can see an article about that linked from this post, plus aiming to build new ones in 2015. My hope is with the extra hours freed up every month, I'll be able to channel that energy into some exciting new side hustles. You just listened to part two of the post titled Killing My Baby, Why I Shut Down My Longest Running Business by Nick Loper of SideHustleNation.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks again to Nick. He is also the host of the podcast, The Side Hustle Show. It is for part-time entrepreneurs who are looking for actionable tips to start or improve their businesses. And it is really a great podcast and usually in the top charts of business in Apple Podcasts. So it's definitely worth checking out. And of course, the blog is terrific too. But I think that does it for today. Thanks so much for being here and for clicking subscribe in whatever podcast app you're using. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.